Hey, everybody. Wow. Welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I am the host and moderator of this podcast, and I'm excited that you're here today listening. Um, I want to talk a little bit today about God's perfect timing and um, kind of how to grow a business and the importance of relationships. So a lot of the people I know that listen to this podcast are entrepreneurs um, building their business and stepping out into God's purpose for their life, which is so awesome. And it's, it's great when we hear God's call and we lean into what he wants us to do with our life. Um, but it's not without lots of frustration sometimes and, um, you know, looking for guidance along the way and trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to grow my business and how can I do this in a way that's going to produce results that I want and the the revenue that I need in order to provide for my family, um, do all the things I want to do, you know, from a tithing standpoint and a lifestyle standpoint, um, while doing so with the, uh, you know, Christian principles and with God at the center of it. Um, And I think a lot of business owners, at least that I've seen, uh, can get frustrated and start looking for like a quick scheme to like make their business grow faster. And uh, what triggered me to talk about this was that I constantly am getting emails about uh, leads, you know, buy my leads or here's great internet leads or how to prospect um, business uh, without ever leaving your office or, you know, all these different strategies to get your business to grow faster and better and bigger, um, you know, than you could ever imagine. Um but I have to tell you guys, like, so I've, I'll be celebrating my three-year anniversary with my current business in the next couple months. Um, so I'm still in that journey with this business, although I have grown pretty quickly in the last few years, um, not by using any of those schemes, um, but I've also grown businesses in the past um, for other, business, for other uh, corporate businesses. And I've done so in a timeline that's much faster than what the company expected me to be able to do. Um, And I've done it not cutting corners, not um, trying to buy leads, not, you know, doing marketing per se, but I've done it um, through relationships. And I think at the end of the day, relationships are the most valuable tool that you can have as a business owner um, and really in any aspect of your life. Um, the way to get the word out about what you do is through referrals and business relationships and doing a really great job by your clients so that they want to tell their friends and family about what a great job you did for them and so that they spread the word. So there's there's really no quick fix. Um, and I see people in the business model that I'm in right now all the time get into this business and then they get frustrated because well, they're not following the business model that's been set forth for them that is a really good business model. It's all about business relationships. Um, And they try to do other things like buy leads or, you know, whatever they think is going to be the fast track to growth. Um, And then I see them complaining or getting frustrated or, you know, not producing results. Um, But it's because those shortcuts aren't always going to work. And I've never seen them work uh, from my perspective, it doesn't mean that they don't. It doesn't mean that there aren't multiple ways that you can grow your business. Um, I just am speaking from my own personal experience um, to the value of relationships. So I wanted to talk a little bit to that today 
um, the last week's podcast, I talked a lot about building a foundation of your business around God's plan for you and around serving God, right? So our, our business is in constant prayer and constant um, reflection and all right, God, show me that next small step that's going to get me more toward your goal and your purpose for me having this business. Um, and then in return, you know, my needs are going to be met as well. So um, we talked about that a few weeks ago, we talked about goal setting and the importance of having good goals, but then it's, you know, so we've talked about the goal setting, talked about building our business on a, on a foundation of Christ and, and serving people. And now we're going to kind of talk about the action step of building relationships that are going to be fruitful and produce results for um, not just your business, um, but also allowing you the opportunity to serve others in a way that now you're contributing to a partnership with another person who owns a business or um, does something that they, you know, they need support and they need the right people in their corner as well. Now you're building a partnership that's going to sustain both of you for a long period of time. So um, that's where, you know, we really need to strategize our efforts and how we're going to grow our businesses um, based on being a servant of God um, by serving others. And I know in my life, I've been criticized um, in the business realm um, for being too kind or, um, you know, not, not being a strong enough negotiator where I've never felt like I've lost a negotiation. I felt like there's compromise. Um, and I've, I've had some very, very great business relationships because of my transparency. So, um, I don't, I don't use like marketing tactics or sales tactics to get my way. I just don't feel good about that. And so my business, my career has truly been on building good, honest relationships, with people that I like, people that I want in my life for the next 10 and 20 years while I grow my business. And um, people that whenever they call me on the phone, I get excited to talk to them. I don't have that pit in my stomach, like, ugh, this person's calling again and I have to work with them because that is cruddy, you guys. Um, and honestly, you're like selling yourself out if you're doing that. You're, you're trying to get leads from somebody that you don't like. Um, and you're like doing this whole fake like business dance thing that's just not fun. So like, I, I can't stress enough how important it is to be authentic in your relationships and in your business relationships and building them with people that you like and you trust and that, you know, you become friends with over time. And I'm not saying you have to go out and be best friends with everybody that you work with. But I am saying that it's important to like who you work with and it's important to have a relationship with them that goes beyond a transaction um, because that's just not fulfilling and it's not going to give you the long-term growth and fulfillment and results that you're looking for. So I'll share with a little bit about how I grew my business, uh, my current business, and honestly, this is exactly how I grew past businesses in the past. Um, and what might work for you in this realm, regardless of what you're selling. You know, we all look for different partners because we all have different businesses and we're all selling different things. But at the end of the day, we're looking for people who, you know, are doing something that um, it, it bides to our growth and that we can help them solve a problem, right? Um, 
and that we can grow together over a long period of time. So when I started my business, um, my growth plan is that I, you know, I sell insurance. That's my business. I own an insurance agency and we um, looked to partner with loan officers and uh, realtors and um, people who are in the real estate industry who are selling houses because we want to insure those homes for them. And so um, when I started this, it, it was a grind. I mean, my goal was to see 60 loan officers a, a month um, and to at least introduce myself and meet them and get the opportunity to get in front of them, to see if this is somebody that like, I want to have a relationship with and also to see if they want to have a relationship with me, right? Not everybody um, is going to love me. And I had to learn really quickly to be okay with that um, because it's just the way it is. Like whatever you're putting out there, not everybody's going to want it. But even if a portion of the people want it, those are the people that you want to build a relationship with. But then again, not everybody that wants to build a relationship with you, you're going to want to work with. So you have to like be able to weed that out as well. Um, and again, this is a long-term growth plan. If you're looking to get rich quick, if you're looking to like make money in two years and then lose it all or, or like not sustain those relationships, this isn't a strategy for you. But if you are looking to build a business that's going to be sustainable and last you for, you know, I'm 40 years old, I'm probably going to work till I'm 65 or 70 just because I enjoy what I do and I want to grow this business. So I'm looking for people who are going to be with me for the next 10, 20, possibly 30 years of my life. Um, and that's where my my view is. My view isn't that I want to be a millionaire tomorrow or that I want to be a millionaire in five years, or maybe that I ever need to be a millionaire, but like, I want to have sustainable growth that I can scale my business after five years and add employees and teach them to do what I'm doing over a long period of time so that then they in return can have a life that they love and that they feel fulfilled and that they can be a parent and, and all the things, right? So the relationship building portion of it, when I was really seeking partners, I was busting my buns, guys. Like I was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from nine o'clock until noon. I was out of the office. I was stopping in and visiting with loan officers, going to networking groups, introducing myself to people um, just to see, you know, if there's a connection there and if they had a need that I could help them with. My service is awesome. Um, and I say that not to sound cocky or conceited or anything like that, but the business model that I have the way that I can work with loan officers and get them what they need to make sure that the homes close on time is the best in the insurance industry. Um, so I know what I'm offering people is really, really good. Um, but I don't talk about that on an initial interaction. I basically introduce myself, ask people if they're interested in meeting with me um, and maybe developing a relationship. If they were, we set up a time for coffee or tea or um, lunch, um, and we go from there. So then we, I meet, you know, and um, talk to them a little bit deeper and get to know them a little bit better. And what are their needs and how are they wanting to grow and what are their goals over the night? I mean, if, if somebody is going to be retiring in two years, it's probably not somebody that I want to have like a long-term relationship with because they're not going to be here as long as I am. So like, it's not that I'm going to say, oh, I don't want to work with you because you're going to retire in two years, but let's build that relationship. But I'm not going to focus as much energy on that as I was at the time, focusing energy on working with people that I liked who were just starting out and also looking to be in their career for the next 30 years. Um, so, you know, looking for the, like certain similarities like that. For me, being Christian is part of my makeup. It's who I am. And I do business in a way that 
uh, person of faith does business. And so I look for people who have those similar values. Now, does every single person I work with love God? Probably not, because um, I don't talk to everybody about it. Um, but that is one of the areas of my life where I have very good relationships and fulfilling relationships with other people in business who also work as servants to a, a higher you know, thing than, than just serving themselves. Um, so for me, that, that works really well for me, working with other parents works really well. Cause I'm a parent and we understand each other and we know like, Oh, the kid's sick. I got to stay home. I got to skip this meeting today or whatever. And they understand that I'm working at home with my kids in the background, um, and you know, chaos happening, but I'm still able to focus on my job. It's still able to get the job done. So working with other parents has helped me. So kind of like figure out who you like to work with. Um, a lot of it's going to be a reflection of yourself. Um, you're going to work with people who work like you, who understand your crazy hours, who um, don't mind if you show up once in a while with a kid in tow, um, who love God and, and glorify him and everything that they do. And the clients that they attract are going to be the same clients that you want to attract. Um, because what we put out there, guys, is what we get back. So if we're putting out there a servanthood and a love and a um, certain like way that we want to work with people and we know what clients work well with us, um, that's what we're going to get back. If we're being negative or saying like, oh, my clients are like, don't know what they're talking about or they're all a pain in the butt ski, like all of a sudden all your clients are going to be pain in the butt ski. So like you really have to manage your mindset um, and, you know, the law of attraction, right, is something that's that's, I, I think it's true, but also like, so a lot of these business laws don't consider God in them. Um, so for me, God's in everything. So my law of attraction is like the people that God wants me to work with, he's already put them in my path. It's my job now to get out there and walk on the path, right. And do the work and make sure I'm seeing the people um, but also we know, you know, that, that there's evil out there too, working against us. So he's, the devil's going to put some people in our path too, that aren't our people that are sent to distract us or deter us or make us feel like losers or like, we're not good enough to do like whatever it is, those people are there too. So we need to weed those folks out, right? Let them go realize they're not our people. And then we're going to be able to see those next 10 people that God put in our path to help encourage us and build us up and grow together with us and make us better, but we have to do the work. Like we can't, you know, set the goal, say, all right, God, I'm building my business around you. And then like sit around and pray about it or sit around and like wait for the phone to ring. That's just not going to happen. We have to take action and we have to stay true to it. So, so first figure out who it is you want to work with. What is the type of person? And then try to find those people. So whether it's just walking in, going to networking groups, being referred to them by current people who like you. So leverage your current relationships um, and ask people that you know, like, hey, do you know anybody in this industry? Because I'm looking to partner with them for my business. Um, those relationships are so much stronger because it's a mutual friend introducing you. They trust your friend. So they're automatically going to feel better about you. Um, and then you can like really lean in and, and build those relationships. So so once we've like decided on who we want to go, go for and who we want to attract to work with us, we need to do the work to get them to know who we are, right? If nobody knows who you are, you're, nobody's going to want to work with you because they don't know how awesome you are. So like you have a, a responsibility to share your awesomeness with other people so that they can see that and then they can reciprocate what you have to give to that relationship, whatever it is. 
Um, you know, you all have a specific thing that you can, a specific so, uh, problem that you can solve or a specific, oh my gosh, I can't talk this morning. I need to have more coffee. Um, a specific product that you can serve them with. And so it's your job now to take that initiative and get out there and meet those people, whether it's walking in and introducing yourself, dropping off flyers, calling people over the phone, um, sending emails. Now, I'm not a huge advocate of cold calling and I'm not a huge advocate of um, cold emails just because I don't like doing them. You might love it, it might work great for you. And if it does, you should do that. So like whatever works for you, that's what you should exploit. For me, it's in-person networking or in-person walking in and introducing myself. And again, not being pushy, not, you know, being very respectful of other people's time, but just an introduction. My name's Sam Bauer. I'm in an insurance agency. I'd love to, you know, get to know you better and see how I might be able to help you. Would you be interested in having coffee with me? Bam. Get back out of there um, and then set up that time to meet with them when they have time to sit down and give you attention. Because even if you walk in and somebody wants to work with you, if they're busy in the middle of their day, they're not going to like there, it's not going to be as good as if you have their full attention and you can actually sit down and build that relationship with them. All right. So, so the grind is the next part, right? We've got to get out there and meet as many people as we can through networking, through face-to-face um, -face meetings, through um, associations. Associations are magical. So whatever industry you're in, uh, whatever you're targeting, get involved in that association. So if when I, uh, when I built a fleet towing program for uh, AAA Arizona years ago, and it was honestly my most fun job ever, but like I was looking for people with fleets of trucks because I wanted to sell them our amazing towing package, which was again, the best out there. It was just really good program. I might be biased because I built it, but um, it was pretty awesome. So I was looking for contractors and subcontractors, really subs, because they're the ones with fleets of vehicles. So I was going to, um, I joined the American um, Subcontractors Association, which I eventually ended up serving on the board of directors for, but like, I loved meeting all these contractors. It was so interesting to learn, you know, how the roofing industry worked and the um, plumbing and, and HVAC and heating and, and the people that are working these businesses and owning these businesses are real, like down to earth, amazing people. Um, so I had so much fun doing that, but like the same thing with my position now, you know, I try to get in where there's going to be um, people from banks and lenders and title reps and real estate agents. Um, I try to join groups like that and add value to them. You know, I have a really big wealth of knowledge and insurance that I can share with people who have to sell things to people who need insurance. So um, I try to find ways to add value to those people and their industries so that they look to me as an expert and you should do that too. So whatever your expertise is, you know, find groups of people, not the same people that you are. So like, if you're, I don't know, if you're a realtor and join a group of realtors, that's great for synergizing and, and learning and stuff like that. But you need to be in a group of people who uh, um, could refer to you that need your knowledge in order to do their job better so that you can then now be adding value to that relationship and that group of people. And now you're the expert in real estate and they're going to think of you whenever they find somebody who needs to buy a house. Um, so there's a lot of strategy that goes into where you hang out and where you spend your time because you can't do everything and you shouldn't try to do everything. Um, you need to choose the things that are going to be the best use of your time, get you in front of the people that you want to meet and help get results for your business. 
Um, and again, staying in prayer. I've had so many meetings where I've left that person and thought, whoa, God, like you definitely put that person in my path right now because I needed to hear what they had to say, or they taught me something about something, or it's very clear that we're supposed to work together um, because we just really liked each other off the bat and we both love God. And, you know, like, thank you, God, for doing that. So kind of like keeping that in your in your forefront so that when you're meeting people, you know, it's really kind of fun to see like, all right, God definitely put that person in my path, but then you're going to come across like this jerk who is not nice to you and tells you to get lost and make you feel like you're not worthy of like being in there or walking into their business. And you have to know too, like God put that person there, um, to, and maybe God didn't put that person there, but maybe the, the devil put that person there to try to distract you or, or get you down because you are having success. And now you walk in there and you walk out feeling deflated. And now you're more nervous to introduce yourself to the next person. Well, the devil put that person there to distract you. And if you let that get you down, and if you go in, let's say you go in three places, your goal is to go into six places today. Your third place, you get that person who makes you feel like poo and hurts your feelings and isn't nice. And you let that distract you for the next three visits, they're not going to be good. Or you might just give up and leave. What you need to do is say, all right, thanks for that experience. Um, that's not my person. So I know I can mark them off my list as somebody that I'm going to solicit in the future, or even want to have a relationship with, I'm going to go to the next one. Um, so really learning that God is going to put the right people in your path. Um, you just have to keep going and you never know that next person that you meet or that next event that you go to, or that next, it might be the one where you meet that person that you just dive with and they're doing like a ton of business in that area. And they've been looking for somebody just like you to help serve them. So keep that in mind as you're doing this grind part, because it's the hardest part of growing a business is that like, however long it takes a year, a year and a half for me, it took me almost a full two years to get to the point where I have my partners that I love and adore. And I don't want any, like, not that I don't want anymore. Of course I will always work with more people, but, um, to really get my core group of partners that I feel super comfortable with. Um, I call them on the phone all the time. We text each other. We go to each other's kids' birthday parties and we hang out on the weekends and golf to get like, those are my people. Um, and it did, it's taken me two years to get my good group. And I'm continuing to build on that as I move forward, but I don't have to grind the way that I did for that first year and a half um, to really try to find more partners. So once you get to that point of the relationship, we're like, okay, I've got really great friends now. I've got, you know, these, for me, it's about 25 people who send me two leads a month. That's my goal. Um, and so I'm kind of at, in that point where I've got these people. Now, how can I deep, deepen those relationships and make sure that they maintain over the long run? <coughs> and this, my friends, is um, where now it's, do you have a real relationship or is it just a shallow relationship? Is that person have good enough feelings about you that they're going to want to continue working with you in the long run or the next new person that comes in that does the same thing you do can steal their attention with an incentive or paying them to send them leads or whatever that looks like. Um, so, um, and that's just being a good person in a good relationship, having open communication, you know, continuing to develop the relationships. Don't take them for granted. Don't, you know, your business partners are gold. They're gold to you. And not just in money. Like I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about in 
relationship. I mean, my partners and I um, have conversations that go way beyond business transactions that we do together. You know, we're building each other up um, spiritually. We're building each other up personally. You know, we're we're cheering each other on in life. We're encouraging on each other's parenting choices and and the way we're like doing things. And we're we're sharing and liking and commenting on social media on each other's stuff and. Um, I know in a room of, of other people, you know, I'm mentioning their names and I know they're mentioning mine. So again, it takes time. There's no like way that you're going to just build your business in a year and it's going to be super successful. Like business is a journey, um, just like life, just like your spiritual journey. Um, it takes time and it's important that you do it right. Because if you start out doing it wrong, selling yourself short, partnering with people that you don't really like, like it's not going to be fun for you. You're going to be miserable. Um, you're not going to have the relationships that make you want to get up in the morning that make you want to make sure that you're serving your clients the way that you do. Um, and so it's just, it's just the business strategy that works really well. And if you're, if you're getting frustrated and you're feeling like, all right, Sam, I set my goals. I prayed about it. You know, I got my whole business. I feel like God's calling me to do this business and I'm out there grinding um, and it's not happening yet. It will happen. It will happen. And it's not going to happen in your time because again, this world doesn't revolve around our time. It revolves around God's timing and he's going to put the people in front of you when he's ready. And he's going to put the results in front of you when he's ready. And when it's for your good. I read something recently about that God is being patient with us. It's not that he is holding like a little carrot out there dangling over our head or anything like that, but he's being patient waiting for us to get to the point where we're ready for all the amazing things that he's given us. And I believe that with my full heart because I've seen it happen in my own career, in my own life, um, in my progression as a human being. Um, you know, I wasn't ready my goodness, I wasn't ready 25 years ago for anything. I was like crazy, you know, party girl. I wasn't sure, like I was just so not on track and I wasn't ready for the things that God had in store for me. I wasn't ready for my husband yet. I wasn't ready for business ownership yet. I wasn't ready. I, he still had so much molding, <laughs> so much. I mean, thank, thank you Lord for being patient. Right. Um, because he is, he is providing as we go. And even now in my third year in business, you know, I'm, I'm coming up on beginning my fourth year and, um, just watching my business development go and watching what he's done and what he has put in front of me and what he has taken away from me. And, um, that whole journey of, you know, learning to trust God completely and know that his timing is better than mine and that he's going to put the right people. And it took me it took me time to learn that it's okay that not everybody is going to like me. I mean, it really did because I'm a people pleaser and I, I, up until probably a year and a half ago, really cared what other people thought. Um, it, it was my daughter getting sick and being in the hospital that I realized like this life can be over in a minute and you can lose something so precious to you, um, in a day you know, you can wake up this morning with this most precious thing in your life and tomorrow it's gone. Um, and going through that experience and, and having God right in my heart and with me during that, um, 
it really changed me in a way that not that I don't care about other people or, or anything like that, but I don't care what they think because it doesn't matter because I know what God thinks of me and I know that he has a purpose for me and he has a plan for me. And that's what matters to me now. Um, so if I go in and I talk to somebody about my business and they're not interested in it, I'm okay with that. I'm going to go into the next door because I know God's got somebody out there who is going to need what I offer and he's going to put the right person in front of me. And he's done that time and time and time again. So, yep, you're going to get rejected a lot. There are going to be people out there that aren't like what aren't liking what you're serving. Um, and I love that, like the way, so I, I have a lot of insecurities when it comes to singing and I've been singing in my church a lot. And, um, I love the worship, um, leader at my church said to me, like, don't be nervous and don't worry about what people think your voice sounds like, because not everybody's going to like what you're dishing out. That's just the way it is. Like not everybody wants your insurance, right? Not everybody is going to like your voice, but that's okay. God has you standing up here singing for a reason. So, um, be okay with that. And so I'm really learning and challenging myself to be okay with those things. And I want to encourage you to as well, because I see so many people out there who I just think are amazing. Um, and they'll share with me some of their insecurities and I'm like, Whoa, like what, you know, you're, you're this beautiful person who is strong in their faith and, um, you know, very successful. And they share these insecurities with me and I'm just blown away because I can't see that. And so I think that's important to remember is that there's somebody out there that needs you. There's somebody out there that needs your service. There's somebody out there that is inspired by what you are doing, um, regardless of how you're feeling at the time. Um, people are, you know, cheering you on and supporting you and loving you. And um, sometimes we forget that. And it's easy to forget and not, because not everybody's going to like what we're dishing out, right? They're going to be naysayers. They're going to be party poopers. They're going to be those people out there that think you're crazy. Um, and that's totally cool because you know what? God thinks you're amazing. He thinks you're perfect. He made you exactly the way that you are so that you could serve a purpose that's so much bigger than you. And um, just knowing that and moving forward with that in your business, in your life, in your marriage, in your, in your parenting, like guys, you're where you are for a reason. God made you the way you are for a reason. He very specifically took your personality traits and put them inside of your heart and created you the way that you are so that you could go serve a greater good. So sorry for that rabbit hole that I just went down, but, um, the whole, the whole like kind of message I wanted to get across here is there's no fast track way, um, to make anything happen in your life. Um, but especially in your business, sometimes we can get frustrated when the goals aren't being hit, when the phone's not ringing, when the referral partners aren't sending the leads over or, or not even wanting to meet with us, but just keep going. Um, know that God has the right people in front of you, has the right resources in front of you. He is going to surround you with a tribe of people who love you and are going to support you. And you just have to keep going. It's not going to land in your lap. You've got to get out there and make the action happen. Um, so a couple, couple verses that I like is, um, dun, dun, dun. Well, of course, Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12, for I know the plans I have for you declares, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come pray to me and I will listen to you. So sometimes God makes us wait because he wants us to depend on him because that is kind of, you know, what we need to be doing. What we talked about last week 
um, and committing your plans to the Lord. So um, sometimes that waiting period um, and that resting period is so that we're in prayer and, and we come to him and he will listen to us. It's pretty amazing. Um, Ecclesiastes 3.1 is one of my all-time favorites, sang like the song in choir in high school. And um, anyway, um, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. So there's a reason, you know, if it's not happening right now, there's a reason. You're in your learning period, you're in your growing period. Uh, you might have to face some things before the resurrection, right? <laughs> Jesus faced some pretty awful things before the resurrection, um, just like we, you know, in our lives have to face some challenges, you know, to appreciate the, the goodness, the goodness that comes. Um, Proverbs 16, nine, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So one thing of encouragement um, that I heard this weekend, I went to a really wonderful women entrepreneur retreat um, that was very faith-based. And um, they talked about always pray for that next small step. Like, don't pray like, okay, God, tomorrow, bring me in 20 referral partners that I'm going to meet. Like, that's crazy talk, right? Like, that's a chance that it could happen. God can do, can do all things through, through God. He gives us strength. But um, we want to let the Lord establish our next small step. And that's what our prayer every day. Like, God, just, I pray for this, that you show me today what my next small step can be to serve you better. And you'll see it. And you might be surprised at the end of the day, you'll look back and be like, oh yeah, I connected with this amazing person today. Um, and it was so great. And now, you know, we're going to have coffee or we're going to um, do an event together, or we're going to, we came up with an idea to do a seminar together, like whatever it is, just keep praying. And those people come out of the woodwork. Like, yes, you have to work and you have to grind. But like, I've had so many times where client calls me for insurance and it turns out they're a business owner too. And they're trying to accomplish something similar to what I'm accomplishing. And we start talking and then like one thing leads to another. And the next thing we know, we've got like plans to, you know, take on the world together. And it's, it's wonderful and beautiful, but we have to be able to see those things and also celebrate those small things. Um, and then we talked about like the, the God's being patient with us, right? Peter to Peter three, eight, and nine, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So it may feel like slow and it may feel like frustration and it may feel like God has forgotten about us or that maybe he like hanging out with somebody else for a while because that guy over there is having success. And I'm still sitting here, like, you know, doing the grind, you know, visiting the visits, calling the calls and, and trying to grow my business. Um, but here's the deal is that, that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Our definition of time is not the same as God's definition of time. And we can't make things happen faster than they're going to. What you can do is work your butt off. <laughs> so, so let's go back set goals, right? Commit your plans to the Lord, work your butt off and grind, build great relationships and be open to new relationships and um, wait for God in prayer and know that it's going to happen in his time. If you guys are doing all those things, it's going to happen. Um, you just have to have faith and you have to keep moving and you have to keep praying and you have to keep following those pushes on your heart. 
Because God might be pushing on your heart like, hey, just wait. Or our minds, right, are racing like, oh, for me, like, should I, should I try to do trucking insurance? Should I try to do um, farm insurance? Should I just stick with home and auto? Like, should I do, like, which, oh my goodness, I have all these great ideas. Should I hire this person? They're amazing. Like, should I do that? Like, and then sometimes we just have to stop, <laughs> take, a, take a couple moments in, in quiet prayer and ask God to tell us and he'll push on you. He'll either say, yeah, man, follow that. Or he'll say, just wait, like Sam, just wait. So many times I get all these bajillion ideas and I sit down and pray and I can feel God over me saying like, Hey, just wait, I got it. It's already been ordained. Like you just have to keep doing what you're doing. And I'm going to show you the door is going to open and all you need to do is walk through it. Cause that's how God is. He is amazing. And he is um, gracious and he loves us, even though we're down here, you know, like hamsters on a wheel trying to like move at a pace that's, you know, potentially not possible, um, and, and grow our business in faster, greater, bigger ways. Like God's got this, you guys, he's got you. He made you exactly the way that you are to serve a purpose that is so much bigger than you can ever imagine. And it's, it's after this waiting period, after this grind, after this prayer that he's going to start opening doors to rooms that are bigger and greater and cooler than anything that you could have ever thought that you could step into on your own. It's God that we serve. He's awesome. All right, team. So I'm going to head off. Um, I'm going to go do some grinding of my own and get my business, um, get my business growing today um, in a prayer that God will show me that next small step. So I know which way to go for him. And so I'm going to end it with Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.